Hello. So I'm Paige, and I'm going to explain what I do, but first I'm going to introduce these guys. I'm an actress in the show. And I play guitar in the show and do some singing. And what's your name? And my name's Steven. Hi, Steven. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Artem, A-R-T-E-M, Ukraine. Uh, I'm I'm dancer, and uh, also I do the like actor stuff in show. So I'm just gonna set the stage for you. We're gonna use our imagination. So imagine that you're in a huge city square. There's tons of people everywhere. It's a nice hot day, and you do not know the Lord. And just think of how that would be if you didn't know the Lord and you're just numb and um, you're hopeless and you're just doing whatever you can to make yourself happy. Uh, you're looking to material things. You're with your, f your friends. You don't care about anything. And then this huge semi-truck thing pulls in with a bunch of vans. And 18 people get out of these vans and start unfolding this semi-truck. And it turns into a festival-sized stage with lights, sound, music, projected images all over it, and then this huge show starts. And so there's crazy music going, there's dancers, there's fire spinners, there's poi people, there's anything you can imagine there, people walking around with flaming mohawks, and you are having a good time. You are dancing, this is nothing like you've ever seen before. And then the atmosphere changes. And all of a sudden, you're seeing this drama unfold. And this huge angel comes out with a bright, bright face like the sun. And you hear, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And all of a sudden, this guy comes out with dreads. And he starts yelling, create, create. And all of a sudden, there's three people who have just been pulled out of this womb-like thing. And they've been created. And there's a guy and a girl, and you see them dance together. And then you see this guy come out, and he seems so evil. And he just kind of whispers lies and says just awful things. And all of a sudden, the guy seduces the girl, and he abuses her. He rapes her on stage. And right now, your, your jaw is just dropped. You've never seen anything like this before. Your emotions are stirred. And this girl is just laying there, and she's broken, and she's, she's sobbing. And then this guy comes out, and he weeps over her. He yells over her. He cries because of what's happened. And then this evil character comes out, and he says, someone has to die for this. The girl has to die for it. She wanted it. And then the, the guy with the dreads says, no, I will take her place. And so he's put up on a cross, and he is beaten, and he is crucified, and he is put in a coffin. And this evil man is so happy. Everything is how he wants it. And then the man comes up out of the coffin. And you have just seen this right before your eyes, and you don't, you've, you'd have never seen anything like this before. And then the man with the dread tells the gospel. He explains what you just saw was Jesus Christ who is resurrected from the dead and evil is conquered forevermore and you are now clean. So this is what we do. This is our show. We go around the world, Europe, the Middle East, everywhere. Uh, this year we hope to go to I think it's 15 countries 
and share this show, and it's free of cost for whoever's coming. And we always have it translated in the language of the country that we're at. And then we have a church that comes with us, and right away after the person raises their hand to receive Christ after the show, after the gospel, we have their name written down, and someone follow up with them. Someone call them, bring them to church so that they can know who God is. And you see the hardest hearts, the most wicked people, come to know the Lord and be on their knees sobbing. So this is, this is our show. This is No Longer Music. It's called No Longer Music because it's not about the music. It's about the power of God falling down and transforming lives. So last year we had 40,000 people from around the world see our show. And 3,500 raised their hands to receive Christ. Yeah. So um, we just had a tour in January. I wasn't there because I'm kind of, not only am I in the show, I'm a full-time missionary, and so I'm planning things all year round, planning, helping plan these tours, making more bands and other creative people come with us. And But Stephen was on the tour, and so he's just going to explain a little bit about what New Zealand is like, and then we'll show a video from it. Yes, yeah, so... We did a tour of New Zealand of the North Island. North I- um, New Zealand, if you've been there or have heard about it, it's North and South Island, and it's where Lord of the Rings was filmed. It's extremely beautiful, but it's really heavily contrasted by the spiritual just darkness and depravity. It's a very postmodern, post-God, post-church kind of place, and it's really grown up without the gospel. I mean, the... One of the cool facts about our tour there was that it was the, firstly, the 20th anniversary since No Longer Music, our band, had played there. And then, check. And then secondly, it was the 200th year anniversary of the gospel first being preached in New Zealand. So it was a really p- real privilege to be able to be there. We played eight shows in 12 days all over the North Island in some really, in some instances, broken places with a lot of heavy gang activity and drug dealers. Um, there's this video you're going to see is incredible. I mean, I, I was there, I saw it all. I watched the video and I still get teared up and, uh, we're already planning on going back next year, uh, taking a similar type of stage trailer as Paige described that we have in Europe and doing a tour of the South Island. So it's just a huge need. The, just spiritual darkness there is so is so heavy, and uh, you would never know it by looking at it. It's like everyone's got it good, but I have a friend there who said when uh, she made a friend there, and she was, she was actually from Ukraine as well, and she married a New Zealander, but she was talking with this woman who she met, and she said, you know, it's beautiful here, but really people have no souls here. <laughs> that was her opinion and her perspective of the people in New Zealand. Oh, Dewey, where are you? Hey, <laughs> Kiora. Um, so, um, yeah, we should roll the video. It's been exactly 200 years since the gospel was first preached in New Zealand. Despite the country's incredible natural beauty, New Zealand is a very dark place. It ranks as one of the most secular countries on the planet. If there was ever a time for no longer music to come and share the gospel, it was now. Surprise us on this tour. It's it's low away even even the most wild expectations that we might have. Do something that we can't even 
magic floor, that we just are stunned. So we just, all of everyone here, we just agree that we want to see you yeah. up and down this country. No Longer Music had toured in New Zealand 20 years ago, and the fruit is still evident today. In 1998, a girlfriend asked me to drop her at a church for a concert. I've known Christians all my life, but nobody had ever shared the gospel with me, so I was very deeply into the occult and had a lot of really bad, destructive stuff happening in my life. It was a miracle that I even went to that church that day, and I went inside and it was a No Longer Music concert, so I heard the gospel for the first time. I died in your place! And gave my life to Jesus that night, and it was an absolute radical change from darkness to light. And I'll be grateful for the rest of my life. Our two-week tour took us all over the North Island, including a small town dealing with four different teen suicides in just a matter of months. If you think about Jesus, what do you conjure up in your mind? Christmas. <laughs> um, no, I didn't really... I didn't really know. I just came here because my friends told me. We're not both Christian. I'm not Christian, but I love rock, so I'm happy for it to be here tonight. Because Jesus was not just another prophet or teacher, because he, he really did come from God, he broke the power of death. So I felt like my heart was being touched, eh? Yeah. Like, was, I was inspired, man. Yeah. My life wasn't too good at home at the moment. It hasn't been for most of my life. Yeah. And then coming to this tonight, man, it's, it's, uh, it's reconnected us with God and everyone else, man. It's finally giving us hope which is what we could all do with right now. I definitely felt him there. I knew he was there, I could feel him. God also gave us the opportunity to reach out to some of the most violent gangs in the country. Yeah, um, gang influence is huge. Uh, there's probably maybe three or four active gangs here, but the difficulty is like all the um, break-off chapters that are happening with younger kids. We've seen kids as young as like five and six doing drugs, alcohol, the whole works, and it's all been inspired by that gang life. Despite the brokenness all around us, God used the show powerfully to bring his light into an extremely dark situation, and many people gave their lives to him, including some of the most notorious young people in the city. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that you died for me. I really like the bit when like telling that Jesus really touches you. And yeah, I really felt that today. And you responded to the message? Yes, I did. What made you do that? I don't know, it was just a feeling that I felt. It wasn't in my brain, I didn't like think of it, I just felt it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was cool. I never got that feeling before. It will change me. I don't know what it will do, but it will change me. Yeah, I do. I feel like, yeah, I just feel, I can't explain it, it's just, well, yeah. But because he is a good father, he didn't abandon us. That's why he sent Jesus to the earth. The most precious thing he had is only son. Hi, this is, this is my daughter, Ruby, and uh, she's come to 
Jesus tonight and I brought along a couple of other people including a guy that's a member of Mungamok and he allowed one of your guys, the guy, the drummer guy, um, to pray for him and talk to him so thank you guys. Uh, tonight was sweet, it was our last concert. Uh, after we got done man so many people came up and were just like rocked by what Dave said and it was really silent and uh, I went and talked to this guy, he was just I said, hey, you know, did you did you stand up when Dave was talking? He said, yeah. I said, so why did you come up? And he said, I want to be different. I want my life to change. Uh, and he said, I want to be changed. Um, and so I said, okay, like, what do you want to change? And he said, man, I'm, I'm addicted. And I've got all these addictions that keep me from God. And, and so I just got to pray with him and just really encourage him. I, I could feel Jesus' power over me. I could feel him, just feel him telling me to get up and go and give my life to him. Yeah. Do you think that something will change after tonight? Yeah. What do you think will change? I think my life will change. So, praise God, right? <laughs> Those are just a couple of the highlights of things that happen on this tour. And, for example, uh, to just kind of... Uh, go go off a couple things that were in this video. The kid with the black hat who's saying, "I just had this feeling, and you know, I feel like I have a new hope." And he was one of the most notorious drug dealers in that town. That all the youth workers that were there, the woman with the red hair, worked with him just for the longest time. They all knew him and knew what he did and what he was about. And he responded, gave his life to Jesus that night. It was amazing. So we are so excited to go back in January and hopefully see more of this type of thing in this really broken but beautiful place. Yeah, so that's just one place that we've been. Um, the next place that I want to talk about is Ukraine because Artem's from Ukraine. And so I'm actually going to have Steve come back up and kind of explain a little bit what's happening there. There's a war going on, so... So Ukraine is a place that we started going to about four years ago. Uh, we met some people in the east of Ukraine in a city called Sumy, which is very close to the Russian border, and since then have uh, planted and raised up a whole missionary, like a chapter of the Steiger ministry in that part of the world. So we've been coming there every single year since, and we brought our stage trailer there. Uh, we had eight concerts planned last summer, but what happened was that Every church, because of the war and different political situations, dif difficulties with getting permissions, not wanting huge public gatherings because of fear of what would happen, of you know, similar type things happening, like what happened in Maidan in Kiev last, last summer. Um, church after church backed out and declined uh, the invitation and the opportunity for us to go do concerts there, except three. And those were all in the east of Ukraine, very close to where the conflict is going on between the pro-Russian separatists and the Ukrainian military. And so one of those cities is where Artem is from, uh, called Zaporozhye. And we were able to play two of the concerts in that city last July, as well as a third concert a little bit farther east, <laughs> uh, really close to where the fighting was happening. God moved in an incredible way. We prayed and prayed and went in faith. You know, we, we don't just do this stuff flippantly. Like we said, God, if you don't want us there, shut the door. 
You know, we don't want to be there if you don't want us there. So the doors didn't shut and we went and it was difficult. It took like seven hours at the border for us to get through as you'll, you'll see in this, in this video here. Uh, but we saw people come to Jesus. We just saw these situations happen where uh, it felt so peaceful in these crazy way east places that you felt like you were walking around Eden Prairie or something. Um, you know, just amazing. Like, you know, here we are in these cities that are just hours away from war and you feel like you're just in the most peaceful place. Like you're walking around, you know, in a diner or, or wherever and Roseville. Yep. Of course. How could I forget? Um, and so it was incredible. And in the midst of these crazy circumstances, people were able to hear the gospel and respond freely. There's a peace to do so. So, yeah, I guess you guys need to see the video now. It was really amazing. With the current geopolitical situation in Ukraine, this section of the 2014 No Longer Music Tour was never certain. Nothing happens that's worthwhile without a fight, let alone going to share the gospel in a country that is you know, going through what it's going through, so. The increased difficulty in crossing borders and obtaining permissions meant potentially all of our effort and expense of heading there could be for nothing. To top it off, the three potential shows were located far in the east of Ukraine, close to the fighting. After hours of driving and waiting at the border, we didn't know what to expect when we arrived at our first concert in Poltava, Ukraine. Our local Steiger team had worked hard to organize the concert, and as the show started, over 1,500 people had gathered. Holy God sent Jesus to the earth. David clearly explained the message of Jesus that had been performed on the stage, and over 100 people responded. After our first show, we drove further east to the city of Orihov. This city is located approximately 180 kilometers from Donetsk. We were literally within hours of war. Doing a 12-hour prayer chain tonight. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's in a really intense situation here. God answered our prayers and the atmosphere was incredible. A crowd of well over 2,000 people streamed in to watch the show. You could feel God's peace and there was an incredible freedom for both the band to perform and the crowd to respond. Not only did God keep us safe, but he moved in power and hundreds came to the fire in response to David's invitation to receive Jesus. The local church received over 60 contacts from that night alone. I went to talk to these three guys. Two of them was really uh, interesting and I prayed with them to receive Jesus. What do you think? Yeah, Jesse, you know, after a very good conversation, I really felt there's something, you know, changing me. I just feel like lighter. Like, you know, there's, you know, like heaven is gone from some of there. And one of them just told me, that had this serious problem in his neck, and I prayed for him, and he was instantly healed. The following night, we played in a large square in the center of Zaporozhye. Like all of our shows in Ukraine, there was such an amazing connection with the audience, and they were extremely engaged. Because he wasn't just another religious prophet or teacher. <laughs> Because he really did come back to life. Because he really did come back to life. 
I can be free. Around 20 people knelt down in front of a large crowd and publicly received Jesus. It was overwhelming to see how God had placed us in Ukraine at such a historical time. The show was uh, very wonderful and uh, it was um, so, so strong and uh, I really think that uh, Jesus Christ can help me. Cool, why, why do you say that? Uh, this guy, this guy, David, yes? Yeah. He was uh, so so handsome and so strong and uh, these songs, these songs, every word, I understand every word and uh, these words uh, makes me so, I, I can't say, what did this you, was what did crazy, you this was very good. What did you feel when he was talking? Uh, oh, my body, oh, yeah, I can't, it's very good, cool. cool. So, uh, what do you think is going to change in your life? Uh, maybe... I will go to the Jesus. There's nothing you can do better in your life than giving your life to Jesus. Yeah. I mean, because God loves you more than you can imagine. Everything about you, he, he knows, you know, and he cares about you. Thank you very much, yeah. guys. Thank you. So we trusted God and stepped through the fear of these situations, and that's what happened. And so it's just further testimony that God is absolutely trustworthy, faithful, isn't going to lead you into something futile, or whatever he leads you into is going to result in glory for him. And uh, he honors trust and steps in faith. And so, yeah, we're also looking to go back to Ukraine this upcoming summer in the next couple of months. And we're also going to be going to Russia as well, which is really interesting. So that we'll be in a, in, in one sense, uh, getting to preach to people on, on both sides of this really terrible conflict that's happening in Ukraine right now. So what I'd like to do is uh, introduce my friend Artem to you. And I don't know if this mic is on, but it'd be great if it was. And uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about his story in his mother tongue. So, and I'm going to help him with that. Uh, so, yeah. So my English is not so good. That's why that's why I will use like two language. Uh, <laughs> so if we if we like if we start uh, to say, but like what we, what we can say about Ukraine. So I will say in Russia, and Stephen will translate in English. Okay, in Russian language. Because in in my part of Ukraine, in Zaporozhye, the people speak Russian and Ukrainian. Okay, um, so, okay. Ukraine начала обретать свою независимость формально в 1991 году. So, formally, originally, Ukraine got its independence in the year 1991. Но по-настоящему обретает свою независимость прямо сейчас. But actually, it's really getting its independence right now. И вот из-за этой войны. And this, in, during this war. 
эта война принесла в, в нашу страну очень, очень много разочарования и боли. Наша экономика нашей страны практически разрушена. Our economy is in our country is practically collapsed. И также это очень, эта война принесла очень много разделений между семьями. Uh, the war has also caused a lot of division amongst families. Например, как как и моя семья, мои родители из России. For example, like in my family, my parents are from Russia. Но я был рожден рожден в Украине и считаю себя украинцем. And I I was born in Ukraine and I consider myself Ukrainian. И вот мои родители, они не считают, что Россия делает что-нибудь плохо. Но что касается меня лично, то я поддерживаю Украину. Um, I, I И вот буквально сразу же uh, в сентябре, в сентябре. Um, back in September. Я и еще несколько парней мы ездили служить как маленькую миссионерскую поездку. Это было 10 километров от... At front and this, this military base was 10 kilometers from the front lines. And we brought with us a Bible, warm clothes, audio Bible for soldiers. And we brought warm clothes and Bibles, and we gave them to the soldiers there. And every day we prayed with the soldiers, and we, we talked with the soldiers. And uh, every day a lot of people came and, and prayed with us. A lot of people were praying with us all the time. Потому что они понимали, что даже завтра их могут отправить на войну, и они погибнут. Uh, yeah, so they they invite me to be uh, like uh, uh, a member, a members of the breakdance team. So no, uh, our team is the name team of uh, the the team. The name of our team is Saint Rockers, because we are saying and we are rocking like breakdancing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and uh, like during this time, I start traveling. I start. Uh, joined breakdance festivals and met a lot of people and they that was i i realized that god was used my art my talent like breakdance to uh to serve the people to serve god with this with my art and when i was uh, 16 17 i met one guy he was uh, he was the like really good b-boy breakdance breakdance boy b-boy uh, and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh he was a youth pastor youth Yes, uh, and he was really good. And I find out about him, but I, but I never, I never talked to him. So I just decided to go, and we meeting, and he, he told me a lot about his about his life and uh, like his testimonies. And he say he say me like he said to me one sentence: "What's changed? 
my life for that period of my life. He say, uh, I, uh, I seeking God, I searching God, and without stop. So I start thinking and I start asking myself, like, okay, what about me? Do I really, do I really know the God, like personally? Do I really, uh, like, know his, his, what he, like, как он есть? Yeah, do I really know like how who, who he is, like if he exists? Uh, yeah, and I start like and I just start praying. I spend a lot of lot of hours uh, hours for pray and for for uh, for just seeking God. And like one more uh, one month later, I just start in, in our house in in my father's house, my my parents' house. We start like uh, the young group. It like. I start this young group uh, with with people, youth group, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, like and during this week, during this time, they, we start every week praying in our house and also like start visiting visit visiting or visit people uh, in hospitals. So like start just sitting, working with youth, uh, working with people, and uh, during like couple uh, like немножко немножко время ну позже немножко. Um, after a little bit of time, просто на улице встретил ребят. Um, we gathered together on, on the street with uh, some friends. И организовывали уличное выступление. So we organized the street performance, like a street jam with musicians, uh, with with b-boys, with dancers, like whatever. And uh, when people just gathering, we just like stop and start speaking to people, uh, like talk to people about us, who we are, and what we believe, and немножко позже тоже на улице встретил ребят из из украинской команды Стайгер. And so a little bit later, um, they got together on the street. It was this um, Steiger team that got together on the street. И они пригласили меня в школу. And they invited me to the Steiger school that was happening there. В, в Украине одна недельная школа. It was the Ukraine one-week Steiger school. И я решил согласиться, и на следующий же день я уже был в школе. And, um, and so I decided to go to the school. Да, и на этой же неделе я встретил Стивена и еще других ребят из команды No Longer Music. And uh, it was during that time that I met Steve, me, as well as some other people from the, this team, No Longer Music. Они проводили и учили в этой школе. And uh, they, were, they were there teaching at the school. Вот, на этой же неделе я немножко больше узнал о служении Стайгера, когда начал читать книгу «Рок священник». So I learned a little bit more about the ministry Steiger and I started reading a book called «Rock Priest». И на этой же неделе я решил заполнить, как бы, запрос в интернациональную школу в Германии Steiger. And so in the same week I started um, learning more about the international school that they do in Germany and I, I applied for it. И был принят. And I was accepted. Да, потом я путешествовал автостопом из Украины в Германию. And so I decided to hitchhike from Ukraine to Germany. Uh, it's да. normal over there. It's weird. It's not yeah. like here. Yes, yes, it is. So yeah, I I finished the school in Germany and it was like really amazing. So many people, so many interesting conversations. Uh, that what I like really, really like when these people they just like. Leave example for me was, mm. uh, and 
some of these guys from No Longer Music, they just saw how I break dance, and uh, probably they like it, because I'm here, and uh, we will tour in this year. <laughs> so, yeah, this is my first tour with No Longer Music. Uh, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Uh, thank, yeah, thank you so much for having us here. Uh, and by the way... Yeah, sure, we prepare we some... Space. Yes, it is. No, this is too small. Too small for his break dancing. Can you do over there? Yes? Okay. Will that work for you? Okay, cue the music. kind of flyers that tell where the show is and um it's 10 bucks and it all goes towards the ministry and it's an eden prairie at grace church so it's our send-off show to show you what we do in europe and then we're sent out and we go for five months all over the world and it's an amazing show so you should come see it and pray for us. That's the best way that you can support us is prayer because this is this has nothing to do with our talents or that's amazing breakdancing, but without God's power, it's nothing. And so we're here for that, but also to tell you that whatever gift you have, God wants to use it, and he wants to use it for his glory. So don't be insecure about what he's given you because it's there for a reason. And also, if you could pray for our finances. Each person has to raise money for the tour, and then um, that doesn't even cover the whole tour. And so God is the one who, who provides that. And then a lot of us are full-time missionaries, and so we don't, some of us work part-time jobs, but I'm one of the people, and there's a few others who don't work jobs, and we just fundraise all year long. So if you could pray for that, that'd be great. before we play in a place. So it takes all year to make that happen. 
and to make sure that the churches were, will actually let us come because someone would be like, yeah, and then you get there and they're like, no, you uh, can't uh, be here. So yeah. You said trailer to New Zealand. So do you like build a trailer in New Zealand or how do you do stuff there? Steve? Uh, we, this time we had to, it was kind of a combination of sourcing things in New Zealand as well as cramming as much as possible into 50-pound suitcases uh, and checking them on the on the long plane ride down there. They have stage trailer companies, believe it or not, in New Zealand, at least one. And so we're going to rent a truck when we're there and uh, ferry it around. And so that's what we're going to do. But we, we bring like guitars, things like that, and props, costumes, and rent amplifiers and microphones and, and things of that sort. So yeah, that's how that's how we do it. Uh, a tour like that, like in New Zealand. One more question. So you said each person has to raise support for the tour. How much? 3000 for each person. And then there are some people that just can't afford to raise that money. Like, for example, Artem, because he's in Ukraine, there's, there's how are you going to raise money in Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. So there's people like him who need others to raise that for him. And that's just the, the, the one tour, the summer tour or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the, the most wonderful things about this, and he was Artem, is that how you say? Uh, even as Artem was saying, like, you know, he just went. He just went. He just did it. You know, and maybe maybe there's there's people here. Maybe maybe you have had something that's been sitting on your heart. Maybe God's been pushing you in a direction to go, um, to start something, to be a part of something, um, to give to something, to uh, serve um, somewhere. And I think that this can be an encouragement for all of us to do it. Um, and, and so we want to, to pray for them um, right now. And I know that there's one other person here who's going out. Chris, you're going to YWAM, right? Is Mark here? Okay. Do uh, you want to come up here too? Uh, where are you going? Awesome. Um, so they're going out. Is there anyone else? Um, going anywhere for, for missions or, or ministry. Um, if anyone wants to come up and, and lay hands and as we pray for them, uh, you can come up and, and we can do that uh, for them too. Um, and we just want to pray that the Holy Spirit will give them wisdom and boldness and courage every step of the way um, and give them great um, unity together um, and all of the support and spiritual encouragement that they need. So I'll open, and then if anyone else feels um, led to to pray, you can just pray right right where you are, and then after a couple, then then we'll then Bob will close. Father, thank you um, for these brothers and for this sister. God, thank you um, that they have said yes. God, thank you that they have, are stepping out, um, taking risks for you, Father God. Thank you for the fruit um, that has happened, Father God, the hearts um, that have turned that we've even seen, Father God, just that tangible, real um, touch that you have had on lives, Father. Um, and we know we have hope 
um, and we are encouraged with confidence that it's going to, to happen more and more um, this year as they step out, um, as they step out to pray and to love and to speak your name um, and your word um, to all of uh, your children around the globe, Father God. supernatural hedge of protection over them, Lord. Protect them. Send your angels, Lord, to, to just protect them as they go to different countries, Lord. Protect their bodies, Lord, uh, uh, from from injury, from sickness, Lord. Just uh, just just give them healing where they need healing, Lord, uh, in their hearts and in their minds and their bodies, Lord, that, that as, and as they would continue to, to seek you, Lord, uh, Lord, just, just fill them up with, with everything you have as, as they pour, as they pour that out uh, to, to all the people that to the people that they see, Lord, to the people that they, they, that they minister to, Lord, that, that your Holy Spirit would just move in radical and powerful ways, Lord, that they would just move over the people and just touch them. And, and as, the, as the person said in the video, like, I don't even know what that was, and, and we know that that was Judas, that was your Holy Spirit touching their very lives, Lord, and we just, we just thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for the willingness of uh, these people to just, to, just, to just lay down their lives and to follow you, Lord. Oh, yes, Jesus, we just thank you. Father, we thank you for this ministry that they uh, they are frontline ministry. And we thank you for the anointing that's on them. It is a, a breaker anointing to penetrate the um, the longstanding spiritual uh, deadness in these different places. Father, we just ask for even an increase of your holy fire, your holy presence, uh, manifestations of your glory, Lord. I thank you for how tender and how kind you are, Lord, but yet how, how much of a line you are against the enemy, Lord. We just declare that as they go to these different places, that the shackles break, Father, that you just move, your Holy Spirit moves on people. And the, just the infrastructure is created, Father, to get people to these concerts that you provide for them. And even your, your angels move, Father God, and your Holy Spirit convicts. And the love of God, the love of Father God just moves in the group, Father, we ask for an increase of that, an increase of your manifest presence, Lord, as they minister. We ask that you would protect them. We thank you that you are a provider, Father, that this ministry is very important to you. It's very important to you. 
So we just, just give all the needs to you, God. You're our Father. We just ask that you would provide for them and that you'd put it on people's hearts to joyfully sow into this fruitful ministry as well. We pray for them to be just uh, close-knit. Let them be strong uh, with each other. Bless their relationships. We just pray for a peace and a healthy support and love and intimacy as brothers and sisters. And we thank you for them, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We'll, we'll put on Facebook um, a link to how you can give. Um, so if, if you feel led to do that, if that's on your heart, um, we'll make that available to you. Um, and so you can, can check on, on the Facebook page later. Um, so, so now um, at this uh, part of the night, what we want to do is we want to turn to each other um, and just talk and, and share. And I think um, I think that one... That, that sometimes, you know, we hear of these people going out, right, and, and doing what we consider big things. And, and I want you to know um, that big is not, is not defined by how far away you go um, or even necessarily the number of people. Big is defined by the call of God and your yes to it. Um, and that's going to create um, a big change um, as, you, as you answer that call. And that might be um, doing mission work that might be um, traveling um, to some some other country that might be um, doing something in your own neighborhood um, it could include raising a family and do you have something cool uh, Noah's going to share so, okay. yeah. who was blessed by everything right here tonight amen who was blessed by Artem and the and the break dancing over here come on now so what I was just thinking especially what they were saying as far as like them raising money uh, and as far as like the challenges, especially for Artem to, to, to raise in his home country, just aren't the same as here. And so it was just on my heart to take a special offering tonight that would go towards, uh, to, that would go to Artem for, for raising money for this tour. I mean, like when I think of it, like, I mean, if we, if every single person here gave $10, like that's like several hundred dollars that he doesn't have to you know, raise somewhere else. And it's like, I spent almost $10 at five guys earlier today. You know what I mean? I would rather that money, you know, go, go to just a cause such as this. And so, and, and I'm not trying to lay a guilt trip on anything, but God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. And so, um, I just think that that would be awesome if, if we would do that. Um, so yeah. Back when I was in uh, YWAM, I was in San Francisco, and I had a friend. So everyone in YWAM starts with a discipleship training school, or DTS. And I had a friend who came straight out of college. She had no money. She was tens of thousands of dollars in debt. but And the school was about $6,000 to do. Um, so she had no money. We were supposed to make payments every two weeks. We were about eight weeks in. She hadn't paid anything. And the school leaders were being very generous and everything. But they were saying, like, before outreach, like, you have to pay money. And she was very stressing. So, like, we all got together. We had a prayer. We had, like, a time of prayer and worship. Um, like, that went on for, like, an hour. Uh, a couple hours later, she, would, like, went on her GoFundMe page, and she just starts crying. And she's like, I have over $1,000. Um, within the next 48 hours, she had $4,000 raised. That was basically all she had left. Um, and so, like, yes, uh, the power of prayer is so, so important. Like, I can't stress that enough, like, how much – like, just having people, like, intentionally praying on someone's behalf, like, 
I can almost guarantee you that something happens as you're doing that every time, like something somewhere, like we can't see how it works. She doesn't know where the majority of that money came from. It was almost all anonymous. Um, but like, no matter like what you're doing, like if you, you may say, Oh, I don't have any money to give. I really wish I could pray. And then not, not just then, but make a point to pray later. And whenever you feel that come on your heart, pray then. Cause then every time you do that, God is moving something. He's listening to you. He wants other people to join together. He doesn't want them to just do it on their own. He doesn't, because like without people praying, that comes an attitude of just like, oh, God is calling me to do this, so it's going to work out no matter what. But other people praying shows that like the the unity of Christ is there. Uh, we're all trying to get together. We're get, we're getting behind it. It's not just one person doing what God says. It's a bunch of people helping that person to do it in any way they can. Prayer is so important. So make sure you're praying for all these people and what they're doing. That's so important. Cool. So yeah, big is in the response to God's call. If that's you know giving, you know now. Um, Going, going out, um, going deep, whatever it may be. Um, and we have one more um, announcement about um, doing that sort of thing. Hello. Um, for those of you who don't know us, my name is Michael. And this is Martina. Hello. And uh, we've been going to Community House for a bit, and we met at one of the barn dances. So uh, got married last year. And we just wanted to announce to everyone that we are having a baby in November. So you mission-minded people, family is part of that, so. Mm -hmm. Yes. Father, we we know that there's war on the womb. And Satan doesn't like what uh, we just heard. He likes to destroy. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we say no. We say no. We say yes to this baby in the womb. We say uh, whatever it is, eight months later, however, however long, that we see that child come forth radiant and ready, ready to meet uh, the parents we pray uh, not only for them, but for all those who are caring children, Heavenly Father. Those that want to and are waiting to, we pray that you would open the womb. Lord, we believe in birth control because you control the birth. And so we believe in you. We believe in your power. We believe in your ingenuity. We, we believe in your creativity. And we bless Mike and Martina. And we look forward to the child that will come forth, that they will raise as a mighty little warrior of Jesus. We bless them in his name. Amen. So now turn, and I want you to share with each other um, wherever it is you feel God leading you. And again, that might be to, to invest in a small group. Um, it might be to, to give more. It might be to, 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 to go um, to short-term missions, long-term missions, um, whatever it is. Why don't you just turn? Why don't you just share whatever that is? And then pray for each other. And just take turns, make sure everyone, everyone gets, a, gets a blessing for whatever that is that's on your heart. Um, and we'll, we'll see it come to pass. What?